I don't even remember how to start these things. It's been so long. Do we have a podcast still? I think so. Did Spotify kick us off yet? I still see the episodes up there. Uh, I guess we're doing okay then. Hello, everybody on Journey Doses. Ash and Ty here. Her and I haven't been on a podcast together since like... January. I, I just looked. The last episode was 24 with Justin Nopay. Oh. That was early January, January 6th or something. And then you've okay. done a couple Full Flex Fridays, which are your episodes. But the last one for that was February 4th. Today is March 13th. It's That's really not that bad. Oh, we're shitting the bed completely. <laughs> but guess what? We're shitting in a new bed now. So True. Um, today's episode is about our RV update. Many of you know that Ashley and I bought a used RV Back in 2020, it was a 20-year-old RV. Her name was Sierra. We put an extensive... Wait, wait, rewind. Ashley put an extensive amount of legwork into this old RV uh, renovations, and we've had to make some changes. Ash, any reflections on, you know, what I've just shared, pretty much? Uh, she doesn't remember how to talk. Give her a second, guys. <laughs> Reflections on what you just shared? I mean, you haven't really said the full story yet. No, no, Spoiler, no. Spoiler, we bought a new RV. Yeah, I there guess. we go. Let's let's give them the full picture. We bought a new RV, guys. Look uh, at look at the look at the microphone. They can just look at the sides of our faces. No, We've got I'm nice at, profiles. I'm at everybody. But your audio is not good when you look sideways. Okay. So, um, we bought a new RV. It is literally a 2022. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's just funny how we buy new shit. We bought a new truck. We bought a new RV. Um, those of you who know anything about purchasing things like that, typically the value is not... It's not a good purchase to buy brand new things. Depre- but it depreciates. Yeah, Look. it depreciates really quickly. So, anyways... Um, I want to give get, the story. Let me give, this, let me give yeah, some we, story. Let, yeah, sure. Fine. But we have a Brookstone by Coachman. Uh, it's a 41-foot RV. Fifth and, wheel. Yep, fifth wheel, just like our old RV. Uh, it's not a toy hauler. And now Ash will take over and explain what was happening, why it was happening, and if she rants, I will promise. Everything I'm going to say you. is totally valuable information. I'm going to give them the the story. Okay, okay? Let's just, yeah, keep it concise and you know, we'll fair, see. fairly. I'll keep it how I want to keep it. And if if they don't like it, then they can go listen <laughs> fast, to the next episode. Fast forward if she rants, people. <laughs> okay, so. How far back should I start? I just start with. We'll we, say like where where in the travels. 
No, no, no. That's not where I'm going. Talk, talk about the travels and how the old RV was falling apart. All right. We'll get there. My point is, when we got the old RV in October 2020, we bought it for in cash for $9,000. It was a 20-year-old RV. It was built in literally the year 2000. And at the time, when we knew we wanted to get a trailer, we wanted to finance something relatively new. Not, like, completely, but relatively. And at the time, the reason why we weren't able to do it was two things. One, when we want, in terms of financing and che- checking our credit, we were both self-employed and we weren't able to show tax returns that showed the income that was truly relevant in that day and age. Like my business was too new for that kind of history. So we weren't, you know, they want to, sh- they want proof of income. And that was like one hurdle for us at the time. The other hurdle was, um, God damn it. It was in my brain. It was leaving. What's the other thing? Oh, when they look at the credit score or when they look at the credit, they want to see an auto loan, an auto loan on your credit. So the fact that I had student loans and I'd been paying those off consistently, never making, never missing a payment. I had a great credit score. None of that mattered. They want to see that you've bought a car. (laughs) Okay. So neither of us had done that because both of our cars were super old, used, like, from like the early 2000s. So we were not able to finance anything. And the conversation at that point was, okay, we have, thankfully at the time, we both had an equal amount of cash in the bank to be able to get something old and used between like 10, max $15,000. And we looked all over the country, honestly, to find what we needed. And we really wanted to get a toy hauler so that we had that like flexible space for Tyler to use as like a little mini traveling gym. So we had some restrictions on like needing something big and particular layout. And it was really hard to find something. We found the 2020 rig only two hours away from where we lived, which was really lucky. We bought it for $9,000. My point is when we bought that, we knew that we were, that that was our starter rig. We knew that we wanted to travel in an RV long term for a long time, like indefinitely as long as we wanted to, but we knew it'd be a couple years. And we said, okay, we're going to buy, we're going to finance a truck. So we got our F450 the same year in 2020 and we'll put we'll get that on our credit history so we'll have a reliable truck and we'll get this like old trailer to start with and when we can we will upgrade our trailer to something newer more reliable so that we can continue to travel and and feel like really safe in it that was always kind of part of the plan um as we we were parked in front of a family's house for 10 months doing a renovation. Like the trailer that we bought ultimately in hindsight would have been totally perfect for someone who wanted to just park in one, in one place, which plenty of people do and not actually travel with it. It would have been great and it would have held up a lot better. When the we trailer st- was just fine it, sitting in front of my grandma's house. It was. It was just fine. Mm-hmm. And we were slowly doing like a lot of the renovations, repairing a lot of the systems. When we started moving it in October of 2021, is that, oh my gosh, a whole year. So we were actually at your grandma's house for a year, not 10 months. Almost. No, it was 10. It was- October was when we moved out of the rental yeah, house. I guess it was and a year. A year. Okay. So in October 21, we started traveling and it was, we went down through Southern California and actually maybe in another episode, we can talk about those travels and what we've liked and not and all that stuff. But this is about the trailer specifically. 
like the first time we moved it from San Jose to Santa Barbara, we lost a window. We don't even know how this happened. At nighttime, we're going to bed and we're like, where's that draft coming from? We realized we lost our bedroom window like while we were traveling. The point is, every time we moved the trailer, something was happening. Like something was continuing to get damaged. The exterior exterior paneling, which was aluminum corrugated metal on this particular old rig, was popping out of the front seam and like exposing the insulation and basically it looked like crinkled paper up at the front and we were like duct taping it and flex seal tape and caulking so that it was like somewhat waterproof and literally screwing through the aluminum panels into the wood studs in the wall to try to keep it from like flying out again and every time we would travel the front part of the rig was like ballooning outward with air and like making more of it pop out and it was that was really the final straw so when we were in palm springs for new year of january 2022 so many twos ugh um we were walking around we're talking about the new year the year ahead and we were like okay like let's remember what our original goal was we this was our starter trailer and sometime this year in 2022, we will get a new trailer. I'm like laughing at that now. It happened sooner than we thought. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, we don't know when, we don't know how, but we're going to manifest that. Sometime in 2022, we're going to get our new rig. Um, probably like a, a month later, by the time we're getting into Arizona, like the exterior was just getting worse and worse. We got a quote from a mechanic that it was going to be like maybe $8,000 to repair. We practically bought it for $8,000. It was not, that's not worth the money. So we knew at that point, and we, to be truthfully honest, like it was obviously cosmetically damaged, but we didn't know if it was structural as well. Because we had done some interior renovations where we removed, like, cabinets and stuff. and There's a strong chance that when we were driving down the freeway, our trailer was going to fly away into pieces and disintegrate like a fucking... Yeah, because it's at the front of the rig where you're attached to it with the hitch, and it's, like, a really fundamental area, and, like... Long story short, without saying all the details, there were, like, little signs and bits and pieces where we were concerned that it truly was structural... And so we really felt unsafe driving it. So we're in Tucson, Arizona. We've hit our final straw. It's like mid-February. And we're like, this thing is just not safe to drive. We don't know what's going on. And we cannot afford the repair. So we started looking at dealerships. We found a dealership, which was Lazy Days RV. They've got a couple of them all over the country. Who was willing to take our trailer as a trade-in, which is comical. Because unfortunately, our trailer at the time was a salvage title which is really hard to pawn off or, like, you know, sell to someone, basically. No one wants to buy something with a salvage title. We were not smart for buying a trailer with a salvage title. No, that was pretty stupid. But you only learn by living, so it's fine. Um, So they were only willing to give us a $4,000 trade-in. We went to other dealerships who were not willing to take the RV at all because of the salvage title, so we knew we had to work with Lazy Days we were considering selling it privately but because we travel full time and we're never in the same city for a long period of time and and just having to deal with people like coordinating people coming and looking at it and like i put a craigslist posting up and i was super transparent about everything that was wrong with it and we didn't get a single hit so 
Um, we felt like selling it privately, even though maybe you could get more money than a trade-in, was just not going to happen. And we didn't want to be stuck figuring out how to trash it. <laughs> we were like, we need to go with this trade-in. We need to get something at this dealership who's willing to take this RV off our hands. Um, and we did not agree on this early on, you, you guys. No. Like, Ashley was... I was open to it, but she I... Was, you. I was like really wanting the new trailer ASAP and she was like no 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 let's try to repair it and then I got this quote from the guy saying it was going to be this much money and that was really what put her over the edge like okay let's figure this out now I was so fucking stressed every time driving this trailer that I couldn't enjoy the travels like I really wanted to she was able to kind of manage her stress in that way because she enjoyed fixing things she always had the confidence that we would be able to fix things I on the other hand did not I was not willing to sacrifice my joy of this travel anymore so I said like I want a new trailer I want a new trailer now I want to get this going as soon as possible and when they offered us the trade-in value I was like let's fucking take it let's take it let's take it and run once I realized that like we didn't really feel safe driving the trailer around I was on board my my response to you and at the time was I feel my story of you is that you rush towards things that are shiny and new <laughs> this, this is true <laughs> this is absolutely okay. true okay so my story of you is true you just you like the you <clears throat> when you do something you want the best of the best you're yeah, like and I want you're like I'm, I'm gonna die I'm diving into this thing and I want the absolute best and and I don't my story includes also that I don't know that you're always making the smartest financial decision. And honestly, like, and, and we balance each other in that way. Um, and I, and I, and I challenge myself in that way because of, because of how we are opposite in that. And, um, so that was my reservation there. But, um, basically we, so that brings us to, knowing that we were we were looking at dealerships it's mid-february it's literally like a month since we're like we're gonna manifest a new trailer this year and also like financially people okay financially <laughs> yeah. let's just mention this we, we real pulled, quick. We this pulled is a important. fucking rabbit out of our hat <laughs> we really did we pulled a rabbit out of our hat literally we so literally i mean did. i that's maybe a whole other story but like no no get into it well the, <laughs> the point is financially we were really i mean i don't want to say struggling we were just like really trying to get grounded with this new lifestyle we ever since we didn't have excess like there we didn't no, have access no. there was no like we were like doing okay we still don't have excess yeah there's especially no now that we have this trailer our, our excess is in our happiness and joy yeah <laughs> that's about it um yeah i mean ever since i mean we can talk about that more in ex- extent uh you know with just our experience of traveling i think that can be for say for another episode but it's it's important to note that at, since we left home base in october Money just kept going down and down and down. Um, But what helped in being able to get the trailer was I started a full-time remote job in January. Yeah, yeah. but it's important just in terms of the money. Like, I felt confident in being able to get financing because I had a W-2. I had paychecks where I could prove my income. We still knew that, like, we were going to have to put the financing just on my credit alone because Tyler's credit's not quite good enough so um yeah people i've been self-employed for a long time that has nothing to do with your credit but okay no no i know but that like i don't show things like a w-2 that yeah people it, would, that, being that, self-employed that, makes it a lot more difficult to get a loan yeah yeah 
that is part of it for sure. So, so we're, so we're so very thankful we for knew, Ashley's credit. We knew it was just going to be on mine, but like I had, because of like not having the job and starting traveling, like honestly I'd racked up a lot of like credit card debt, which I still have. And so I was really unsure, like financially if we were going to get a- approved for a loan. So like we knew we needed something and we knew we needed someone to take the old RV, but I just had no idea if we were going to get approved. It was really actually pretty stressful. And we were like holding our breath for a few we weeks held there. Our breath for quite a long time. We did have to like right up until the point we got the new rv we did like um we also tried filing a claim with insurance to see if we could get any money for the damage but i actually haven't 100 percent heard back but i'm pretty sure they're, they're gonna say it's wear and tear and not give us any any money so that's a bummer but we don't have the trailer anymore anyway um so we actually did also have to like our reservations at certain places were up and we had to still move around so even though we felt kind of unsafe we drove it from tucson to sedona we were parked in sedona for two weeks while we were kind of like talking to different dealerships finally found the one we wanted back in the phoenix area which was perfect because we were planning to go there for a week so we were in the phoenix area you know they were getting the rig ready we um we initially like the banks initially were not approving my we're not approving our request to finance the trailer but then when I let them know that I had my small business where I could make a little extra income and she added that in we finally got one person to approve one bank to approve our loan (laughs) it was like first we got the call where it was like no one's approving it yet and we're like no (laughs) and then we finally got that call and so and when we were in Phoenix, we were able to, you know, do all the paperwork and, and plan and kind of like sell little bits and pieces that we knew we couldn't bring over. So, you know, our old rig was a toy hauler, which means there's there's this like 10 feet of like garage space in the back. So it's just like this open room where you can have whatever you want to have. So we we had a lot of stuff and this new rig, although it's still a fifth wheel, is not a toy hauler. It doesn't have that kind of garage space. So we had to get rid of a lot of stuff and we're still having to do that. Um... So, the story. You want to tell the story of on Monday, like actually picking up the rig, and then maybe we can after that explain a little bit about like why we're so excited about this, like how we picked this rig and what we love about it. Yeah. So on, um, well, we were in Phoenix after Sedona. We were in Phoenix for a week, and we were kind of you know sorting things out and waiting for the answer of whether or not we were going to be approved. And we, I feel like we got approved early on in that week. So we had a, a nice week of knowing this is the last week of our trailer still like on the edge of our seat, just, you know, <laughs> never knowing like a hundred percent that this is always all, all the way going to go through. Like, Nothing's sure until this like until they, un- yeah, until that paperwork was signed, they took my check and all that. And there, there is a whole money thing that I can get into as well. Should I talk about that? About just getting the cash down? Yeah. I mean, we just had to get 5,000 cash down. I, I mean, we, yeah. we were able to do it. I don't think we have to elaborate. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we had to get that cash uh, liquidated, essentially, to be able to uh, put that down. So, <clears throat> Monday the 7th is the day that we agree that we're going to pick up our new trailer and drop off the old trailer. Um, and <laughs> so, we are out-of-state residents. We're obviously residents of California. All of you know us, uh, know that. And we're in Arizona purchasing this RV. Uh, So the way that Lazy Days operates when you're an out-of-state resident, to avoid a sales tax fee for both us and them, they actually have to deliver the RV that you're purchasing across a state line. Doesn't matter what state line, they just have to give it to you in another state. It's not in another state 
on a state line, you know, so okay. that it's technically not in another state. Although, yes, of course, well, it, it technically is in New Mexico. We're not going to do it on the line. There's exactly. territory that's considered state line, right? Got it. So <clears throat> we we knew we were going towards New Mexico, so we we managed the time to make sure that they were going to deliver it for us in New Mexico because that's the direction we were going. Rewind a little bit. So Monday the 7th, we have to wake up at like 6.30 and we have to get our trailer all prepared to be able to drive uh, to the dealership. Which was an hour away. Which was an hour away. And um, we were supposed to empty our sewage first. We did not do that. We tried. Uh, So we delivered it with our shit in the trailer. Sorry, guys. (laughs) At Lazy Days. We get to uh, Lazy Days at like 8.30 or 7.30? Uh, 8.30. 8.30 and we have to wait an hour until they're ready for us. So there's a delay there about an hour. It's about 9.30 when we're able to start transferring everything from our old trailer into our new trailer. And like Ashley said, we had a lot of things that we had to like sell and get rid of uh, to, to be able to get them in the new trailer. For example... Something I didn't sell is my Traeger. My Traeger fit nicely in the toy hauler. <laughs> There's no fucking place for this Traeger in this trailer. And we have the big pro, like the biggest Traeger the you biggest can get. Tra- tra- anybody who wants to buy a Traeger, by the way. Or yeah. if you want to trade us for a tailgrader version. Yeah, so I have a big Traeger. I have a big Rogue Plyo box for exercise stuff. I have a all surfboard bag. Like, I have a ton of fitness stuff that would go all on the back. We had bikes we sold. Um, so we're trying to figure out how to put all this stuff yeah, not into only the new trailer, let me, but like also get rid of shit at the same time. So it takes us two and a half hours to completely empty our old trailer and get everything into the new trailer. And not only get it into the new trailer, but like you said, figure out how it's going to fit. But also not necessarily put things away, but put make sure things are not on the counter because now yeah. the trailer... Not only do we have to move our stuff in, but now the trailer has to travel four and a half hours. So we can't have things piled in here in a way where they're going to fall off and damage stuff or break so that was an extra little bit of time too and and like can't just, just throw it all in because they're just totally different floor plans and it wasn't a toy hauler i mean if it was we would just throw it all into the back but like we had to figure out where the frick is everything gonna fit yeah, yeah. so it took two and a half hours so took, then it was took a while noon. yeah it was nude we hadn't i don't think we had eaten any food or anything like that we were dying <laughs> and <laughs> literally dying and then um so from there our driver the, the gentleman who is to transport our new trailer over state lines is ready to go. He's been waiting for us for a while to be able to drive it over. And we're to follow him or at least meet him over the state lines. Well, that's another four and a half hours. We stopped and got in and out, I think it was, like before. Yeah. And uh, then we're cruising for four and a half hours to go from Phoenix, no, we got Mesa. Yours. Not important, but we got yours. Okay, not in and out yours. <laughs> Whatever it was, it fucked my gut up big time. Um, so we drive four and a half hours to get all the way to New uh, Gallup, New Mexico. Gallup, New Mexico is really fun because oh yeah, and I got this. Um, she it was about to say that Gallup, New Mexico is actually higher elevation no, than Denver. I, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> I was I'm not actually going to say okay, that. Okay, and then uh, can so, I say what I was going to say? Go ahead. It was really Quickly. fun. It was really fun driving. Um, oh yeah, we weren't you really drove. we we were no. You don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, Let me just good. say it. <laughs> I was trying to say that. You know, we would pull over and get our food or we'd pull over and go pee or like he he took a break halfway through to go to the bathroom. And so there were like um, there was one time where we were driving and we finally caught up to him. And so we drove by him and honked and waved and like, we're no. like there's our trailer. Like but- someone else is driving it. We get to see what it looks like on the road. And then there's a time where we're pulled over to the side of the road peeing and he drives by and we're honking and he's honking. We're waving. And it was yeah. kind of fun. And uh, we were actually who knew that in like 
South or Eastern Arizona, there was a fuck ton of snow. So oh my gosh, like it was such through. a weird drive. We drove from Phoenix, which was like, it was like beautiful, in the 80s sunny, that week. 80s that week, through like, and then we get into Eastern Arizona, like you said, where we get like higher elevation and it was like snow on the ground. Like a lot of snow. Yeah, and then we get finally into Gallup, New Mexico, which there, there, snow. there was remnants of snow. Not like a full cover, yeah. But it was at this point. What time did we get to Gallup? Like six o'clock? No, no, five thirty. It was five thirty. Yeah. So sun's going down. It was like thirty-two degrees outside, and we had left Phoenix. I was in tank top <laughs> and leggings, and I forgot my sweatshirt in the rig, so I couldn't get it. I was so cold. Anyways, we got to a UPS store where we did a notary for a final piece of paperwork that we signed. Um, and then the truck driver was really nice. He helped us make sure, like, that we connected to the rig properly and that we could, like, get inside. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's like 530 at this point. And then we have another two hours and change to drive to our actual campsite. Yes, Which is but... in, outside of Albuquerque. Yes, we had to go from Gallup, New Mexico, to Albuquerque, which the area, uh, which is where our RV campground was booked for. Um, but, you know, tell them a little bit about how it felt to drive the trailer yourself yeah 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 so uh i hook up the trailer and well i mean as soon as i got it on the truck and started driving down the road i screamed with joy like i literally just like yelled in the truck like so so happy um to feel safe as i was driving the truck with the trailer was like a feeling i hadn't experienced before i felt completely safe driving the trailer which i had never felt safe driving the old trailer so it was great. It was amazing. Like it was, it was massive it was behind like, us. <laughs> I really didn't mind driving those two hours because I felt really good. I was like so stoked on life to have the trailer attached. That uh, and that's when it really sunk in too. We're like it's yeah. finally ours. Like yeah. there, well, there's no more holding our breath. This is yeah. my shit now. You can come and get it. Like we were holding our breath so many times along this way. Like we're like until okay, it's ours. are we gonna get financing approved? Are we gonna find the rig that we want? Are we going? Are they going to accept our trailer as a trade in? Once they see it, they're going to see how, like, fucked up the outside is. Like, are they, like, even, that was the big one is, like, okay. Are they going to change their minds with the trade-in? And then we thought, like, once we start driving away from the dealership and we leave the old one behind, we thought that would be, like, (sighs) but it wasn't. It wasn't until we, like, hooked it up ourselves and we're, like, okay, we had to realize, we had to, like, tell ourselves, the trailer, the new trailer is on our truck now. It's ours. (laughs) We can. And getting to the notary before it closed. Yeah, like yeah. That, that whole paperwork thing. Yeah. So then two hours to our campground. We arrived to our campground about 8.30, which was after hours, which they knew. So they had our information, you know, outside ready for us. They had a site assigned to us, which could have been great. We were so excited to get to our campground, plug into electricity, and just, like, you know, turn the fireplace on, watch <laughs> yeah. some TV, and just chill for a little bit before we go to bed. So Nope. No, that didn't happen because when we booked this campground uh, a month or two ago, we still had the old RV and we had no plans at that time of changing things over. No idea that that was going to happen. And the old RV was on a 30 amp electrical system. And our new RV, like many, are 50 amp, which means it just like it just is a little bit more powerful and it's a totally different prong for the electrical plug. So when we pull into our campground and we try, we're like, okay, everything's like we got everything set. Let's plug in electricity. We're like, this 
doesn't match. The puzzle pieces don't go together. What is this? If we had an adapter from 30 to 50 amp, we could have used it, but we didn't have that because we never would have needed it. And we didn't even think to think about it. Unfortunately, it's after hours. No one at the campground is there to, to help us. So we stay in this spot without electricity and it's freaking cold. So we skimmed over this point earlier, but like what Tyler was excited to say was that parts of New Mexico are higher elevation than Denver. I mean, we didn't know anything about New Mexico. We could talk about that in the RV life stuff, but like it's freaking cold here. We're, we're north, but it's, it's not, cold. It's not been warm at all. It's not been warm. It's actually snowed overnight one time a couple inches. The next day it was like perfect blue skies and all melted away, but um we were freezing our asses off that night. We felt like we kind of were forced to boondock for the first time, but we don't have a generator in this RV. So we had batteries that like it was enough to kick on the propane furnace to give us like to take us from like 44 degrees inside the RV to like 65. No, not even 65. Okay. Like maybe close. Yeah. Maybe an extra 15, 20 degrees warmer, but we were so cold that night. And then in the morning it was Monday. She also forgot to mention that one of our slides wouldn't pop out when we parked too, yes. which was like such a bummer. I was so pissed about that. And yeah. We, that's still something that we might have to sort out. Yeah. Brand, there, new, brand new trailer slide didn't pop out. Yeah. I mean, as, as most people say with brand new trailers, you almost have to take it back to a dealership immediately. Like we are taking notes of all the little bits and things that are acting a little weird that we need to get looked at. But, um, which is annoying, but I guess we kind of knew to expect that. So then the next morning was Monday and we both had to work. So we had to like work for a bit in the morning before we could find time to thankfully the RV campground had one spot that was a 50 amp electrical that was big enough for our 41 foot rig that we moved to in the middle of the day when we had a work break. You know, meanwhile, like the place is in shambles. We've got shit everywhere. Nothing is packed in yet. Like we it was it's been pretty crazy this week just getting things packed away, feeling like we can function. and But it's been really nice. We've been enjoying it. So do you want to talk about, like, the floor plan and why we yeah, picked it? I think we'll probably wrap it up with the floor floor plan, like what this trailer is, yeah. what we're doing from here. Yeah. So, again, this is a fifth-wheel trailer, just like our previous one. Um, and that means that the connection of the trailer goes into a hitch attachment that lies in the, the bed of the truck, not at the hitch of the truck. So it overhangs the, the bed of the truck, if you guys are unfamiliar with that. And uh, it weighs like almost 20,000 pounds, the trailer does. It's like 17. Really? Yeah, oh, 17. 17 without anything in it. Mm, so, you know, something like that. once we put everything in it, it's a, it's a heavy trailer, which means our gas mileage is fucking fantastic Shit, which is great right now thanks russia i mean we're going like <laughs> nine nine miles a gallon it was hilarious um so like i said earlier it is a brookstone by coachman it's got a black and white exterior the interior is like this dark wood gray floor kind of dark accents uh crown molding because we're fucking bougie like that light walls white countertops yeah um, the, the thing that we were really looking for when we were looking for trailers is the front living area. It's a floor plan called front living. Yeah. So what that means, uh, the overhang portion of the trailer, the portion that goes over the bed of the truck where you actually step up via three stairs is the living room. So there's a big ass, a big screen TV in the very front of the trailer. It's like a 60 plus inch TV. And then there's three couches. 
there's two pop-outs on each side. That means two couches will pop out, slide out to create more space in the front of the trailer. And then there's also two recliner couches that have massage and, massage heat. <laughs> and heat in them, which is hilarious. There's that also we did, we a had fireplace. no idea. And then there's an electric fireplace in the front. So the whole front area just like, and they pull out the, the, the couches pull out into hide beds, two of them up front. So like, yeah, we could have four guests. We in can here. have big orgies in the front, which oh, we'll God. talk about in the next episode. No, but before you say anything else about the floor plan, I just want to say like front living, that was, that was, that's super important to note. Most fifth wheels, toy haulers, whatever. Mm-hmm. The front overhang part is the bedroom. You walk up a couple steps and you go into the bedroom. The bathroom is up there. And that's fine. But what that means is on the other side of the rig is just one big space. It's the kitchen and the family room all together in one big space. And that was what our floor plan was before. And that is what most fifth wheel floor plans are. So we really wanted the... the front living space because what that means is there's there's a living room that has like a semblance of its own kind of space it feels like its own room it's like a loft living room it's like a loft living room so it feels like its own space and then the kitchen and the dining room they feel like its own space because then there's a door to the bedroom because you're not gonna have the kitchen kitchen in the bedroom all in one like studio living area no there's a door to the bedroom so it really feels like there are different rooms and we needed that so that because we both work remote full-time and now that we don't have the toy hauler garage space where you can kind of close the door and work in that own area and I now have my full-time job like our life the way we live our life has just drastically changed since the way we were thinking we were going to live it when we started the RV. So we really needed to feel like we had separate spaces and that we could have a little bit of privacy while we worked. So I sit at the kitchen table on my computer and Tyler's up in the living area. You know, if it's warm outside, he'll he'll do his stuff outside. Um, and it's just so nice to have the separate spaces. And what I'll say before we explain the rest of the rig too, in terms of the front living is that it's a little bit more rare to find a floor plan that has that. And so, you know, we kind of went back and like Tyler again is the kind of person where he's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. And I want what I want and I don't care what it costs. And I want what I want for me. I have the thought process of like, okay, let's balance like what are needs and what are wants. And let's be realistic with like what our bank says and where we're at in life. And like, let's try to be realistic. But then when we knew ultimately, like we, we did look at a couple other uh, rigs that had a similar floor plan and they're fine. They're beautiful. They're great. They're totally functional. But we wanted what we wanted. We know we're committed to doing this for several more years, especially with having a rig that has warranty that we are that we feel safe in, that is a lot more spacious, um, that everything is functioning. We know that we can commit to doing this for many more years. And so if that's the case, we want what we want. We want to feel comfortable. And this is a 20-year loan on it. Like, it's a, it was MSRP on this was 115,000. We got it for a little less. You know, we had the 4,000 trade in. It was about $93,000 with taxes and everything. Um, but that's like a home. This is, and like, if you look at it too, it's like really beautiful inside. It's, it's brand new. So because, because we wanted the front living and that was such a limited floor plan option, it really only left us with 2022 models, brand new models which really wasn't, a, I, I feel like both of us said, like, we don't need something brand new. 
but we yeah. and we looked at used stuff, but used stuff that have this floor plan goes really quick. So if ever we did sell it, I think we'd have a better chance because we have a unique floor plan, but that's not the plan. So I just wanted to say that about the front living. So we also have, this is how bougie we are, a half bath, which <laughs> means we have two toilets, which is just, you know, that's mainly the beyond. reason. The main, that's the main reason we bought. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, but so we have a bathroom kind of near the, the dining area. And then we have a king size bed, RV king, which actually feels great to me so far. Yeah. Um, like <laughs> Ashley was saying, like having the separate rooms and doors really makes it feel like a, a house. It makes it feel like a totally reasonable living situation and then we have a huge ass double sink back bathroom with a shower oh my and, god and that's the other thing with the front living since you put the living room in the front yeah. the bedroom and the bathroom go in the back so that's where you get taller ceilings you get the tall <sighs> ceilings in the bedroom and the bathroom the bathroom in the back was like it, it, it's like as big as our bedroom was it's in the two, there's two sinks in this master <laughs> in the bedroom bathroom i know i'm just reiterating and the shower is amazing not only that but like you could dance back there we can take shower it's a big shower too like we yeah. could both be in the shower and i can actually shower the whole time with hot water you don't have to pause the water i know don't have to pause the water yeah it's fucking amazing and i can even shave like i kind of go quick because i'm like i just really don't case. want the water to get cold but like you don't have to completely rush if you're not shaving or anything like that. Like so I, I do my I do my typical thing. Yeah. Pits and everything else. And that's just <laughs> that's just because the shower is big and comfortable and the hot water heater like heats up enough water and it heats it up really quickly, but that is of course if you're connected to like city water and you've got um you got sewage at your campsite. Like if you're boondocking, of course you're still going to take the shower. only thing really that this trailer didn't have, which was a bummer when we learned it that day when we were getting the trailer yeah, was that it did not have a generator, which you need for boondocking, which was a, a big bummer. Actually, we were like, fuck, we have everything we need. And then not a generator to be able to boondock. Uh, the reason why we want to be able to boondock is because you can stay out in public land, open spaces, not have to pay a fucking dime except for your own water, your own electricity, uh, and run off of the gas of your generator. Um, so we bought a generator a few days ago <laughs> because we want to be able to boondock. So that's something we'll be doing soon as soon as we get the generator, and that'll be saving us a lot of money as far as the actual RV parks and resorts and stuff. And it'll give us a lot of flexibility to stay places in between and not needing to like really worry about getting to an RV park all the time. Yeah. I want to say a little bit more about the generator, but before I do, I'll just add one more thing to the floor plan. No, no, no. I just want to say a little more. But one more thing about the floor plan. We have closet where we can hang clothes. Now, this is the beauty of RV living. You remind yourself to be thankful for the simple things that everyone else in the world yeah, practically yeah. has a, like a hot shower for a, a long amount of time just a clothes where you can hang things where yeah. all we had before was under the bed we had to fold everything and shove it under the bed and anytime we needed something we have to lift the bed up and well then that's no, that, that, that started that failing breaks, that yeah. started breaking and that's a whole other story um but the fact that we can like so now I like I'm wearing leggings that I haven't worn in like a year because I can get to them like I can see them they're right there and so yeah. uh, I mean it, the beautiful thing about this life is just like you're constantly reminded about the simple things that we tend to take for granted that um, hopefully we can remind ourselves you know as we get used to this rig how really awesome that is and then in terms of the generator like 
you know, again, with with money being so skim, especially now that we've got monthly payments on the rig as well, you know, like paying for RV parks, we're like, oh man, this, you know, they can run like $90 a night, $50 a night, like, and you have to, you have to pay, you have to be somewhere, you can't just get away from that unless you boondock or dry camp, which for people that don't understand that term, the Tyler was saying it, but it means you're not connected to city water, you're not connected to electricity, you could be boondocking like on the street, out in, in, in the Walmart parking lot, you could be boondocking on the cliff of the Grand Canyon, like that's what that means, so you don't have to pay for those amenities, so the life is a little bit more rugged, you have to be a little more conscious of how much water you use, um, and you may not be able to be there as long because you're going to need to dump your sewage, so you need to drive your rig into town to dump it somewhere, like it's a little bit more rugged, requires a little more planning, but you don't have to pay for the RV site, and you can be self-sufficient, and you can have more beautiful views. You're not looking out your window and, and looking at a bunch of RVs. You're looking out your window and looking at a beautiful lake, and you hear the birds chirping, and your dogs can run free. And, like, we haven't been able to do that yet, but we're so excited to do it. And uh, that's why we got the generator. We found a sneaky way to do that because the generator was $1,400. Again, people, we don't have money. So we were able to... Um, Tyler was able to get an Amazon credit card where he could make, um, where we can collectively make uh, small payments of $75 a month for 18 months. <laughs> and you know what? People might be like, oh, that's so, um, that's such a bad idea opening a credit card. But really, Tyler is trying to work on his credit history. So it, it was, it's good for him to have that. Um, and that's how we're, that's how we made the generator work. We're going to get that in the mail next week. And then we're going to start boondocking until we get to Texas. Uh, where we'll be able to stay at some more Thousand Trails parks and have the amenities of electricity again. So, guys, that is the update on where we're at with the trailer. Why we got a new trailer. Why we're here now. How we manifested that shit. That should be a whole episode, honestly. Uh, I would love to talk about that at some point. Um, Stay tuned for a tour of the trailer. We'll probably go on uh, Instagram when it's all clean and actually give you an in-depth tour. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for our next episode, episode 26. We're going to be talking about some spicy, gooey stuff. That will be coming out soon. And if you guys have any questions, concerns, any you know, any way that we can help inspire your journey to finding freedom for yourself, Ashley and I can do that. We're doing that for ourselves. We're making this life for ourselves. It's not easy, but it's possible. And it's possible for you if it's possible for us. Like we said, we don't have money. We <laughs> have a desire to live life freely and with fucking joy. So. And we're thriving. And you get to define what thriving means for you. Exactly. Um, we're going to get back on track with posting episodes <laughs> weekly. Our, our day is yeah. Thursdays, so stay tuned for that. Um, and you can follow either of us. On Instagram, I'm Ashley Nicole Journeys. He's Tyler Wayne Journeys. We also have our website, journeydoses.com, where you can find the Spotify. You can buy these cute little stickers that um, is the Journey Doses cover art. Um, and I think there's ways that you can kind of find everything else that we do and work with us and support our journey. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode coming out in a week. Oh, one more thing. Oh, gosh, there's always more. Our new trailer's name is... Shania! Shania! Shania. Oh, I, oh, look at that audio. I really screamed that way too loud. God Sorry, guys. Damn, Ashley. And, Shania, uh, so like Shania Twain. We're up and out of here in Shania right now. Later, guys. Bye.